Go to Infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio, episode number 702. Um, I'm joined with Justin this week. How are you doing this evening, Justin? I am under-caffeinated. <laughs> Fair. I'm probably over-caffeinated, so um, apologies for that. Also, apologies for all the noise in the background that you'll probably hear. I'm do my best to edit a lot of it out, but, you know, 3D printing, so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Speaking of 3D printing, um, before we get talking about games, I want to talk to you about your recent uh, Sonic Pad 3D printing experience. How's that been going for you? How's your 3D printer been treating you now that you got that all set up? Um, Well, I've only really used it a couple of times. Uh, One of the really nice uh, advantages to the Sonic Pad is I don't have to carry a a tiny little SD card up and down. So so my office, my computer is up on the second floor and my 3D printer is in the cellar. So anytime Mm -hmm. I 3D print anything, I'm constantly running up and down two flights of stairs. Um, So this at least saves a little bit of that. I can, you know, uh, I've got a camera hooked up to it so I can monitor it from anywhere in the house. Um, I can monitor the, all the settings and make sure all the temperatures are good and all that. So right. it is handy to not have to be running up and downstairs constantly. I can make adjustments on the fly uh, from my browser. Um, I know that there are much more advanced things that I can do. Never got around to setting those up. But according to Eugene, I could cut my print time in half. So uh, I'm going to look into those when I have the opportunity but uh it's definitely been much more convenient i just haven't gotten to use it much yeah i it depends on what you're printing but yeah like this big print that i'm printing back here it's like a uh was gonna be a six day print and it's like a three and a half day print for me so it's like yeah it's uh you know it's pretty cool but uh this is not 3d printing talk i suppose uh this is infendo radio we got some nintendo stuff to talk about um before we talk about super mario wonder because i'm sure that's going to be like you know the bulk of the show because that's the new thing the shiny thing there was something new announced that's kind of old um Star Wars Dark Forces Remaster. This one kind of piqued my interest because I never actually played Dark Forces. Um, did you ever play the original? Like, I think it was a PC game, right? I feel like I've played it before because, I mean, I've definitely heard of it. It's It's been on my radar for, for a long time. Pretty sure I might have played it at some point, somewhere, uh, at some time. But it's never anything that I've been able to do of to devote a lot of time to, so I'm kind of excited about this. Um, the Dark Forces games and the X-Wing TIE Fighter games are the ones that I'm really waiting to be uh, remastered and re-released on Switch. Sure. Um, that, of course, and the Rogue Squadron games, which uh, I think are in kind of a licensing limbo because of Factor mm-hmm. Five. Yeah, no doubt. I, I I think those are kind of the ones that everybody's waiting on for sure. I want the, uh, I, you know, I just kind of want the Switch to be my Star Wars everything because now I've got <laughs> a lot of so, Star Wars on it. 
I know, I know. I, I've, I've realized that as I've kind of scrolled through my library, I've got KOTOR and KOTOR 2, both of which I um, have put very little time into. So I probably should um, get on that. But yeah, no, there's a lot of cool Star Wars stuff on the, on the Switch. I'm probably going to get the uh, remaster, especially since it's probably going to be at a budget price, I'm hoping. But um, we'll see. Um, at least, you know, it's, it's, it's on the radar, as, as it were. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it as far as news is concerned. There wasn't a whole lot else that was, you know, going on in the world of Nintendo. But um, yeah, let's kind of talk about Super Mario Wonder to start, I think. Um, I haven't had the chance to play it yet, so caveat there. But I've watched a lot of TikTok videos of people playing it. So I guess I kind of have a, a feel for what to expect. Um, Justin, I think that you've actually gotten the game and booted it up and you know, like, you know, put some time into it. So what, what is your first impression? Yeah, um, I've only played, uh, I don't know, maybe a handful of levels, but it really, like, it's got a nice feel to it. This, this is, I, I, all right, I hesitate to say this because it's, it's might be a little hyperbolic, but I feel like this does for 2D Mario what Breath of the Wild did for 3D Zelda. Like, it's sure. it's familiar, but it changes enough things, and it looks and feels different enough that it's an actual evolution of the franchise, not just another, um, you know, new Super Mario Brothers. Uh, sure. I, I love the graphical style. I love that they kind of went with this 2.5D... Uh, look to it where they're using 3D models, but they're shaded and, and shaped so right. that they look like, you know, the old illustrations. Um, I would have preferred something hand-drawn like, you know, the Wario Land Shake It, you know, something <laughs> along those lines. Really cool. but, yeah, but this is the next best thing. Um, uh, they got rid of the timer. So... Just about every 2D Mario platformer has had a timer for every level. That's completely gone. So you are free to just explore the levels as much as you want. Um, I turned on the online. It's neat to see all the little like shadows of, of other players running around in the level. And um, there are occasionally opportunities to interact with them. Uh, so that's kind of neat. You don't really, you're not playing with them, but you're also not, like, you don't feel like you're playing alone. So that's kind of a neat sure. feature. Um, Elephant Mario, I could take or leave, you know, it's it's not the, you know, groundbreaking thing that the Tanuki suit or the cat suit is, but sure. it's cute. Um and of course, you know, Fire Mario is back and all that. You know what I have? I don't think I have gotten yet is a uh, Invincible Star. So, I'm assuming, oh yeah, I'm assuming those are still there. Um, I've got a few of the badges. The one that I have equipped now is the one that automatically gives you a mushroom at the beginning of every level, so that you can start as Super Mario or Super whatever. Um. All of the characters control the same, which is a little disappointing because, you know, you're used to Luigi having the high right, fluttery the jump float. and yeah. yeah, peach floating and all that. But um, 
you know, it does kind of balance things out a little bit more, so I guess it's okay. Um, I have not played as any of the easy mode characters, because I don't want to, but, uh, you know, they're there for, you know, if, if you're playing with, like, you know, young kids who aren't very good at the game, you know, you can pick the Yoshis who don't take damage, or you can play as Nabbit who doesn't take damage, and I think there's one other, like, he has another advantage that, uh, over the Yoshis, I can't remember what it is. But, oh, okay. That that actually yeah. reminds me, and not, not to cut you off, but have you played with your kids yet? Have they, you know, is it a good game to play with children? I have not played it with them. Uh, they played it with their uh, with their biological father over over the weekend, uh, so they're aware of it. I think they played it multiplayer, um, but I've pretty much only played single player uh, in okay. my time with it, so. But it's, it's good. I mean, I haven't gotten, like I said, I haven't gotten very far in it. It's a little bit more open. Like, like think how Super Mario 3D World did the, with the map where, like, you'll beat a level and it'll open up a path so you can go to this level, that level, or this game. Right. And then you, you know, can move through that. So it's kind of the same thing. So it's not the rigid, you know follow the path, do the next level, follow the path, do the next level. Oh, hey, you might branch off here, but you still have to go in a... You no, know, it's a little bit more free. Right. So. Okay, I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, it seems like... Uh, and I... Um, like I said, I've what I have seen is only from, like, TikTok videos and stuff, but it looks like it's very colorful, very fun, very, like, you know, the music seems like it's great, so, like, I'm super excited to dive in when my copy comes in. Unfortunately, I have not um, had a chance to hear much of the music because most of my uh, playtime has been handheld while watching TV. Sure. But, uh... uh yeah, it's, it's it's certainly the graphics are nice and you know very bright and colorful on the OLED screen. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it looks like it's got some stain power, and I'm I want I wanted to get it early because I want to get in on like the online multiplayer like type of stuff, you know, like with the ghosts and like playing with friends and everything like that. So I'm actually kind of excited to dive into all of that. Not that I'm any good at Mario or anything, but it sounds like if you're not very good at Mario, that can like help you too, you know. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can you can you know there there's basically a funky mode you know you play as a yoshi or nabbit and you you know you there's one less thing you have to worry about right yeah exactly so yeah no i'm uh pretty pumped about that so uh i uh i i just uh the only thing that i'm not excited about is it looks like that the um and maybe spoilers i guess i don't know but like it looks like there's not like uh um the like Bowser kids or whatever you know like the bosses like that so I, I always love to have the um, have that in a 2D Mario game for whatever reason it just seems to like make it I don't know a little bit extra for me I I mean I have no opinion one way or the other I know there are probably a lot of people who are happy that the Koopalings are, are not are not in it sure um, I'm trying to remember if Bowser Jr. is even in it like in the cutscene or anything as far as I can remember you just you know Bowser shows up steals the wonder flower merges with the castle and and that's it I don't remember there being anything else oh yeah and that's the other thing um there's still you know like 
Goombas and, and, and Koopas, but there's a lot, because you're not in the Mushroom Kingdom, there are a lot of new enemies that, you know, are nothing like anything that, you know, we've seen sure. in other Mario games. So that's so that's also nice that kind of makes the game feel fresh and new. Granted, you still yeah. defeat most of them by jumping on top of them or shooting a fireball at them, but, you know, there's some some variety in the enemies that there didn't used to be, so... You know, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I can appreciate that. I, it's always nice to see a new Mario enemy. I, I mean, like, you know, it's just cool. You know, it's always Goombas and Koopas, but, like, when there's something new, that's that's kind of cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, – have you – did you – I'm sorry if you already said it, but have you played any, like, of the online uh, portions of it, like turned on any of the ghosts or anything? Yeah, so I've been playing with online enabled, but not multiplayer, so – um, and I was saying before, but I'll, I'll give some more details. Uh, and they've shown this in videos, so I, like I said, I don't need to give too many details. But basically, if you turn sure. on online mode, um, you'll see the shadows of a bunch of other people who are currently playing the same level as you mm -hmm, live while mm -hmm. you're there. And, uh, you know, if, if you die, you turn into a ghost, and if one of them touches you, they'll bring you back to life, and vice versa. So that's a little bit of interactivity. Um, they can leave things for other players and, and all mm -hmm. that. But it's not like it's not like the new Super Mario Brothers games where or where everybody is trying to work together to do the you know, they're just kind of there and there. And, yeah, I can think. kind of appreciate that, though, yeah. because that, I think that'll help to make um, those harder levels a little bit easier, you know, and that's why, kind of why I wanted to get in on it a little bit early, because, you know, the, the later this game goes, uh, the less, you know, sh ghosts will be there to help you or whatever, you know? Yeah, and I mean, it really, I, at the very least, like I said before, it, it you feel you don't feel like you're playing the game all by yourself but you know if you're like me and don't like playing games with other people you don't have to feel like you have to you know uphold any yeah any level of quality um yeah that yeah totally and, and it sounds like there's modes that yeah. where if you want to do that you can do that but no i like yeah i'm i'm way down for the casual multiplayer experience that there and that again is. there's there's no timer so you so if you get all the way to the end of the level and you realize you missed something or you saw something in, you know, back behind, you can backtrack all the way to the beginning of the level and go through the whole thing again without having to worry about running out of time and dying. So, you know, that's um, a welcome change to the 2D Mario formula. I think they're, they still use lives, oddly enough. Um, I would have thought that they would uh, have evolved beyond that, but it's to the point that you get so many lives that, you know, you don't usually have to worry about running out anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I think the, um, I, I think it's a nice evolution. It sounds like I just, I've been reading a lot of like developer logs and stuff like that too. And it sounds like they've, um, Nintendo's done a lot of, uh, internal polishing for the game, you know, like they're just kind of, that sounds like the last year they were just like playing the game, you know, and like just kind of making it better and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. They, the developers were not given a deadline. They weren't giving a launch date. They, they were just, they were just said, make another 2d Mario game and it will come out whenever you're done with it. So, you know, yeah, um, I love that. Whereas 
you know, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom kind of had the same thing where, you know, they just kept working on it until it was perfect. This time, they didn't even announce it until it was perfect, you know? So right, nobody's sitting right. there waiting for the next Mario game and wondering when it's going to come out. They're just like, hey, look, there's a new Mario game, and you can play it in a couple of months, and they've been working on it for God knows how long, so you know it's good. <laughs> I, that's what amazes me, that we haven't even heard any whispers of this game, you know? Like, obviously, Nintendo's always working on another Mario game, but, like, you know, we heard about it, and then it was out, you know? It was pretty incredible. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty pumped about that one. Uh, so um, backtracking a little bit um, because I think we've probably exhausted our Mario talk. Um, I remembered one bit of news that we forgot to talk about. There was an interview with um, Doug Bowser, just basically talking about um, the the transition to the next uh, Switch, and he said that. Um, Nintendo accounts is going to help to ease that transition. So I'm hoping that that means that, like, you know, Justin's digital copy of Mario Wonder is going to transfer over to the next Switch. But um, at least Nintendo's thinking about that, right? We can hope. They said something to the same effect when... uh... You know, yeah, we were waiting the for the Switch, so it sounded like you know digital stuff that we bought on the Wii U would. Be You're not wrong. Over, You're but, not wrong. But I think they've gone a long way in the past, you know, five ten years to kind of consolidate everything. So maybe this is a sign of, hey, you bought this game once, uh, you can you know, download it on the next system and maybe you can even download it on the one after that. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I sure hope so. And it sounds like they're, they're doing it almost for like a selfish reason because they're wanting to, well, I'll just read the quote, I guess it said, our goal is to minimize the dip you typically see in the last year of one cycle and the beginning of another. I can't speak to the possibility, uh, possible features of a new platform, but the Nintendo account is a strong basis for having that communication as we make the transition. So it sounds like they're, you know, for selfish reasons as well, they're trying to do it, you know? And, and this is definitely the, generation to get on that because both the xbox and the playstation as they transitioned into the current mm-hmm, generation mm-hmm. it was just a smooth transition it's like hey all those games that you played on the last system you can play them on this one too and you know hey you want right. this brand new game for the ps5 well we'll release a dual version so if you don't have a ps5 yet you can play it on the ps4 and move it over and you know uh, honestly that was what got me to buy the xbox series x because i was playing elden ring on my old xbox one not even an xbox one x or s or anything like that just an old one and it was chugging and i was like man really would be nice if this game played a little better and i looked into it and yeah it has like the whatever it's called cross buy or whatever it's called on xbox and i literally just booted up the series x all my games were there for me to download as soon as i downloaded elden ring like I, my save was already there and everything you know it was like magic so yeah i think nintendo needs to get on that yeah nintendo's always behind in these sort of technological things so i think it would be a huge uh a huge benefit to their uh, reputation, for lack of a better term, to, sure. to also have, you know, this this feature in place right out of the gate. Um, I yeah, mean, imagine totally. getting whatever the next Switch game is, and uh, or Switch, whatever the next Nintendo system is, and you can immediately start playing, 
you know, Tears of the Kingdom on it, you know, like I don't have anything right. else to play, but at least I can play this game that I've put, you know, 400 hours into. And guess what? It runs at like 60 frames per second all the time now or whatever, you know, like, yeah. Speaking of Nintendo's next system, um, before we really dive into change the system, I had a discussion topic I was actually going to bring up on episode 700. Um, and then, you know, we ran out of time. And I, if, if you don't mind, I kind of want to throw it out there yeah, for, let's for do right it. now since it's a slow week. I was thinking about it. I'm like, what can Nintendo, because Nintendo doesn't like to just release the same system, but better. Usually, I mean, we've gotten it a few times. The GameCube was kind of a better N64. The Wii U and 3DS were kind of better versions of it, but they all did something completely new. Um, so I'm trying to think, what would nin- could Nintendo do for the next system that would allow the Switch to still be the Switch, but allow the new system to do something that the Switch doesn't do, and it dawned on me a couple of weeks ago for obvious reasons vr <sighs> yeah totally like like um like i i can imagine that the next you know switch system instead of having a dock that plays it on the tv you have a dock that basically makes it vr and and you can mm-hmm. switch back and forth like that like i think and and i know that like the labo vr kind of fizzled out as soon as it premiered but nintendo's been trying to do like 3d and vr for decades for a long time the famicom had a had a 3d stereoscopic uh, thing the gamecube was supposed to um we had the the um you know the 3ds the virtual boy virtual boy labo vr like it, it just seems like the path that nintendo might want to take to you know because they're They've got more competitors now because you've got Meta and and the and the Oculus Quest and all those things out there and all the other, you know, VR systems that are now pretty strong competitors. And of course, you know, PlayStation has the VR thing. So it's just speculation. Obviously, there's no there's no rumor or or news to confirm it. But how you know, like how um, realistic do you think it is that the next Nintendo system will be? a hybrid VR console. I would love for that to be the case. I would just, um, I guess it's just all about cost, right? Like Nintendo isn't going to do anything that's going to be like, I I don't see them releasing a $500 VR headset, kind of like the Quest 3, you know? Like I think it would have to be, if they do it, it'd probably be a lesser than headset, but like a good enough. But um, I I don't know. I, I Nintendo seems like they they're up for anything, you know. I I want to say that the chances are likely, but at the same time, Nintendo always does things that are always out of left field, you know. Like nobody saw the Switch coming, and now that's basically a whole industry. We've got the Steam Deck. There's like the ASUS one that just came out. There's a whole bunch of other like you know Switch alikes that are just like popping out of everywhere. So I I think Nintendo might just do something completely different. I I don't know what that is and I don't think anybody really knows what that is, but if I had to put money on it, it I don't know that it would be VR just because that's like, you know, that's just kind of already there. Nintendo's like, "Okay, cool. You guys have VR. We're going to do holograms or something, you know?" That would be interesting. Do you have any ideas, 
you know, about what what it could be or, or I I, I wish just, I did, but I'm I'm just not as creative as like Nintendo can be, you know. I, I guess if I some of the newest stuff that's coming out is like tech that can track your finger movements and stuff like that, you know, like the Quest 3 has stuff like that. Right. So maybe they get into that, like some of that inside out tracking or what it, whatever it is, and maybe that doesn't necessarily include, because n it, despite the Switch being a handheld system, Nintendo is always about trying to get everybody involved, like trying to get the family involved, you know? And the, the, the VR is very exclusionary, you know? It's kind of like a single person thing so i feel like if nintendo's going to do something like that they're going to have like you maybe there's like a camera sensor in the middle of the room and it can track everybody's movements so that on the screen projected it, like i'm, I'm basically describing connect, connect but better yeah. you know yeah so maybe it's something like that but i don't know i i i just don't know if nintendo is going to put their money on VR because again like they they want people playing together and VR is just so exclusion you know it's a solo experience basically i obviously you can play online but you know yeah i mean it's for you know nintendo's good at just kind of uh pulling something random out of their ass that that nobody knew that they yeah. did so you know you you could you could be right i could be way off um if any i'm of not our... counting them out but like i just i i don't know i nintendo is always doing something different so i i just don't know i just don't know well if any of our our uh listeners want to you know you know, figure out the over under on that and and, and yeah and put bets down we'll see what happens uh, hopefully next year when Nintendo is rumored to announce a new hardware, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like next year is going to be the year. Uh, I mean, the Switch is trending still like it's going to uh, outsell the PS2 at this point oh, and everything wow. else. Yeah, it, I mean, it's looking like that, right? From all of the the sales from um, Japan and everywhere else. So if it can do that, why is Nintendo going to pull another system at this point? You know, until the the switch the the sales start trending downward. But at the same time, Nintendo likes likes to make money, you know, and they know that they're if they pull another console on the shelves there you know people are going to gain gain interest in that maybe the, maybe they're going to have another pillar you know maybe the switch and then this other thing is going to go side by side kind of like we used to have a handheld and a console division maybe we're going to have the hybrid division and the you know whatever else they come up with I, I just don't know i just don't know street pass let's bring street pass back in whatever um right. you do uh -huh. though that's what i want I, I I miss Street Pass. Um, when we went to Retro Game Con, I told I told my my uh, son bring bring your 3ds because it's about the only place you will ever get a Street Pass anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah, legit. Um, okay, well, um, that was good good discussion. I think I, I I don't know. We'll see what happens with the next Switch. Um, Doug Bowser seems to think that they're going to transition over, but I I just uh, so, I don't know. I don't so know. I guess as of um, August is the most recent number I can find. Uh, the Switch has sold worldwide 
129.5 million. So we're so the, and then the PS2 I think is 200 something, right? I'm not sure. I haven't gotten to that yet, but uh, that's. I mean, it's. I believe the Switch has outsold every Nintendo system at this point. Um, I don't have a chart sure. to confirm that yet, but yep, yep, it has. It has outsold. Uh, the next, the next one down was the Wii at 101.6 million. Um, so yeah, it is, it is putting, it, it is putting in numbers there. Yeah, I the it looks like the PS2 was 155. I'm thinking, I think of the PS4 because I'm pretty sure the PS4 took over the PS2 at some point in its lifespan. So uh, the Switch probably has a ways to go f to get to that point. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's selling like hotcakes still. You know, I still look at the sales charts and it's like, how are people still buying the Switch? You know, it's kind of crazy. Right. Who still needs a Switch these days? <laughs> you would think that everybody who wants one would have one by now. All right. So, I, last last note on this. Um, I I uh, went to Wikipedia, and the the Switch is number three in overall sales. It has surpassed okay. the PS4. It has surpassed the Game Boy. Um, family, not not including okay. the Game Boy Advance family, but we're talking like Game Boy, Game Boy Color, those. Um, I guess eight bit Game Boy family. It is about twenty, roughly twenty five million behind the DS. And that makes sense. J and another million behind the PS2. So the PS2 and the DS are roughly about 155 million. PlayStation 2 has a little bit more than the DS. Uh, but the Switch is, you know, is still out there and still selling. So there's a chance that, yeah. that it might become, at the very least, the best-selling Nintendo console, if not the best-selling any console at this point. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see how long Nintendo decides to keep it limping along. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past them for going another year. Like, okay, we're not gonna we're gonna announce the Switch two in two thousand twenty four, but it's not actually launching until two thousand twenty five type of thing, you know? So like yeah. like early twenty twenty five, and then at that point, the Switch could very well reach that. But I think Nintendo, ha you know, if, if Nintendo tells everybody that the Switch two is coming too early, then I think that's gonna reduce interest in the original switch so it's it's right. kind of a you know a balance there but uh eh, i don't know i'm not an analyst obviously i don't know any of those numbers but thank I, you justin for oh, <laughs> taking a look at wikipedia for us yeah and, and i actually learned something i didn't realize that the ps3 outsold the xbox 360 so you know it, it finally did because of japan i'm pretty sure right mm, that's right because yeah they don't like the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Not at all. So, um, okay. Uh, let's talk about some of the games we've been playing. Um, I'm going to let you go first because I'm way more interested in the games you've been playing than the games I've been playing. Especially if you've been playing some of that Quest 3 that's uh, shiny and fancy over there. Um, uh, what, what you got on your end? I actually have not been playing any games on that lately. Um, it's just mainly just playing with it, like a like last week, you know, the same sure. sort of same sort of thing, and and actually less of that than I did last week. Um, I actually have not done very much 
game playing in the past week. Um, you know, I, like I said, I played a few levels of Mario Wonder, and uh, you know, I'm 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 nearing the end of both Paper Mario and Shadow Man, but I'm so close to the end that I don't want to play them while watching TV because I don't want to you know miss out on something story related. Uh, because I'm trying to pay attention to two different things. So I haven't right. played much of those either. Um, I did pick up Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed Ecto Edition for the Switch. Um, now this is, for those of you who don't know, this is uh, what's called an asymmetrical uh, multiplayer game where... Uh, I, I guess I don't remember whether there's multiple ghosts and then there's the four Ghostbusters or maybe there's one ghost and the four Ghostbusters. However, it works. Um, you know, some people are ghosts, some people are, are Ghostbusters, and, and right. you know, you 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 play like that. Um, I have it on the Xbox series, but I have not booted it up yet. But I thought, hey, on the Switch, at least I can play it while I'm watching TV. I cannot get the damn thing to boot. I will. What? I will. I turn on. This is a brand new game. Um, I, I paid full price for it. I mean, granted, it was only twenty bucks, but um, it. I, I turn it on. It goes through the developer logos. It brings me to the main menu screen. I press the button to log in or create an account, and then I get the black screen with the an error has occurred. Every single That's so time. weird. And, and you're it, on an OLED too. Yeah, like I don't know what the problem is. Um, I've tried. Well, I don't know if I have tried uninstalling and reinstalling, but I've tried like doing updates and everything like that. I've tried restarting the system. I'm going to uninstall this and reinstall it and see what happens. But it's frustrating because I really want to play this game, but I have not been able to. And that's the only that one new game that, that one? I have to talk about. Wasn't that one um, an older game? Did that one come out? For some reason, I rem I remember a game like that coming out on the Wii U. Uh, no, this this came out on uh, the other current-gen consoles about a year okay. or so ago. Um, like I said, I have it on the Xbox series, but I just haven't had the time to play it because, you know, I don't play in front of the TV more than TV, you know, yeah. once or twice mm -hmm. a week. So, and, you know, when I do, it's usually something story related or, you know, big and bombastic. I don't usually do a whole lot of multiplayer. So I thought, again, on the Switch, I can just kind of, you know, half pay attention to it. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's brand new on the Switch. Uh, and it's sort of, kind of, not really new on other consoles. But I can't give any opinion on it because it won't work so i'm gonna have to try on installing reinstalling i i uh tweeted about it and tagged uh both the game and the developers twitter accounts so maybe they'll they have or they will respond to me about sure. it but or patch their game yeah looks like uh well it looks like uh the the official ghostbusters spirits unleashed account did respond to my tweet saying send us a dm when you can so i guess i will do that um but that's the only new game i have to talk about and i haven't been able to play it so um unfortunately i got I, that's not entirely true i also got bug fables but i don't want to start bug oh fables yeah until i finish paper mario and after i finish paper mario i might 
not even have time to play another RPG because Super Mario RPG is coming out. Plus, I got Mario and Luigi on the Game Boy Advance that I want to play. So, yeah, it's that, a, that sale finally happened for you though. So, yeah, time to pick yeah, it up. Yeah, fifty percent off. So I'm like, hey, for 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 twelve bucks, I'm already in the mood for this kind of game. I may as well give it a shot. Um, and I know I've said this like a million times before on the podcast, but if you like the Paper Mario style of uh, of you know role playing game, South Park: The Stick of Truth it plays almost exactly like a Paper Mario game. So um, I recommend that one as well. Nice, nice. Well, I guess uh, if that's all that you've been playing, I guess I'll jump right in. Really, the bulk of my stuff has been a lot of old things, but I'll talk about a Pokemon Go a little bit because I had a fun experience just kind of going and driving around and then going to the park and playing with some people and stuff. So there's these new, um, like local only raids that are in Pokemon Go. So like you can't use like a remote raid pass or anything like that. So at first those were kind of, um, I don't know, I was like, this is bogus. Can't like, I can never do a raid by myself like this. But a lot of people are now like actually kind of going out. I see a lot of people more out at those raids. And now there's like a little icon telling you above a gym if people are actually raiding. So um, it's it's like, oh yeah, hey, see, see some people raiding over there. Let's go drive over there real quick and, uh, you know, just try and join them up. So uh, yeah, that's been kind of fun um, doing a lot of those. And Lord knows do I have a crap ton of those <laughs> stupid yellow raid passes i think i have like 50 of them taking up space in my pokemon go inventory and you know item space is like currency basically too in that stupid game you you can buy more uh, bag space for two bucks but who wants to do that so i just throw out uh, all my pokeballs and and you know make sure i have a good (laughs) stock of ultra balls Well, I, I I have a problem, so I I can I think I can hold like eighteen hundred items or something like that, but um, I'm always full because I have I I always need if I don't have any uh, any uh, more or less rather than uh, six hundred pokeballs, I feel like I don't have enough because I I'll go out and you know drive around with like my auto catcher and easily waste like 100 to 200 pokeballs you know so uh yeah (laughs) we we do we we make it a thing it's like it's like a whole weekend for us a lot of the times we'll go kind of uh, around the park and then we'll go get ice cream and then you know because all the places have like pokestops um that we like to go to so Um, i don't have a lot of raid passes it looks like i only have one but i do have 67 rare candy yeah, the rare candies are fun too because I always use those on like the legendaries that like you're you know you're not gonna catch a, a lot of the like Deoxys or what anything like that you know but like a rare candy yeah I'll use those and then all the the legendaries I think if you're they're your buddies you, you have to like walk like 20 kilometers sometimes to get like yeah. a candy so yeah that's what you want to use rare candies on Pokemon Go is a is a drug man I I I I don't know why I like it so much because like truth be told it's not really that great of a game but uh um you know it's it's what i'm playing these days so i'll, I'll kind of take it um so that's fun it, it, and it's and also one last thing about pokemon go my kid likes to play it too um he like actually knows how to throw pokeballs now and stuff so it's kind of fun you know so that's, that's always cool um what else have i been playing um starfield finally 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 beat that game and i'm not going back there's more to do like there's like after you beat like the main like beat 
quote-unquote beat the main game. There's like a, more to do, but I'm not doing it. I just wanted to get the achievements and say that I did it and I've done it. So I'm going to go move on to some other things. But that was just like, man, I, I don't I, – I felt like I – I put 50 hours into that game and I like had fun, maybe like 10, five of those hours. I, I don't know why I played that game. I really don't. And no, no, no hate on Bethesda or people that like Starfield or anything like that. But those just, those, those games just aren't for me. You know, they're just not for me. Even though I finished that game, um, those games just aren't for me. Um, you, did you ever get the chance to play Starfield at all? Is your Xbox working or? No, that's, that's the other game that I can't seem to boot up. So, you know, I might, I might have to do some, uh, contact a few customer services in, in order to play some of these games. Cause, uh, yeah, that's, that's two games that, that I own that I can't get past the title screen. <laughs> Right, yeah. So um, you're not missing much on Starfield. I would boot it up though, just because I know you have an OLED TV, and I I want to uh, see your reaction or hear your reaction rather as to like how beautiful the game looks on that, because it is a really beautiful game. I love the way that it looks, but like graphics and fidelity and like all that can only take me so far. You know, I, yeah. I gotta be having fun. I I've said before i would rather have a game that looks like n64 but has you know a million things to do and and fun physics and and you know stuff like that than have a game that looks hyper realistic but is just linear and and pointless you know totally yeah i i i couldn't agree with you more it's like uh i I'm playing um, Loop Hero. That's another game I've kind of been playing in my spare time. That's a great game to play while I'm watching a movie or something with the wife because it's like it's like a nothing game. You're just like kind of smashing A and then it kind of plays itself type of thing. But it's still fun because you like do a little bit of inventory management. And I, I got to say that like 8-bit nothing game i i've had way more fun than i've had with starfield so like yeah sorry starfield i'm not i uninstalled you you were like 100 gigabytes that i will never um go back to so yeah um what else have i been playing um i have actually been playing so much like you in anticipation of um mario rpg i've been playing a lot of like those type of games so i actually did play the original super mario rpg booted that one up on the um and that's on the online thing right switch online i'm pretty sure is nope. it oh it's not Okay, well then I don't feel so bad about it because I booted it up on my hack switch and I was like, I probably could just be playing this on the Switch Online. But anyways, I put like, you know, I still put some time into it and that the um, retro arch has like achievements and stuff, so that's always fun. So, um, I don't know, I put like... I would say probably like five hours because I got to the point where like there's like the the waterfall or like the, the river or whatever where you're like going down the like the, the snaky river thing. You know what I'm talking about, I think, I, right? I remember the scene. I couldn't tell you what order any of them happened <laughs> in sure? it's been so long since I played it. But uh, but yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, so that that's about where I put it down and then I uh, started playing some other stuff. But I, then I, I put... I put a lot of time into Bowser's Inside Story. I don't know why, but I uh, 
I never really played that game when it came out, and uh, playing it now, it's funny. It's it's a good game. That's a really quality uh, Mario RPG game. I've I've heard it is uh, one of the best. Um, uh, are you playing the DS version or the 3DS version? The 3DS version. Um, so the actually, there's. Yeah, they did come out originally on the DS, didn't it? Yeah. No, but I'm playing it on the 3DS because that's just the version that I had available. Yeah, I haven't played any of the Mario and Luigi. Uh, no, I I was going to say I haven't played any of them except for the first one. But that's not true because I did get Mario and Luigi Dream Team with my Year of Luigi uh, 3DS XL um years ago so um i played a few hours of that but never really progressed in it um sure but uh superstar saga i got all the way i believe to the final boss at least somewhere close to it and just never ended up beating it superstar which one is superstar saga is That's that the, the... okay 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 that one i don't remember if i've beaten or not but i don't think i have i see this is the thing with these games i always get to like the you know, 75% marker, like right where I can see the ending of the game. And I feel like I, I just don't want to finish the game because I don't want it to be over. And then I just never finish the game. Does that happen to you? Because that always All is happening to me. All the time. Um, and I mean, I didn't beat this one because uh, I think uh, I just kept dying on the, on the boss, but um, like breath of the wild tears of the kingdom, uh, yeah, Mario Odyssey, like a lot of these games, you know, um, I'll just, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, you know, I just get so close sure. to the end and I'm like, I'm not ready for this to end because I know that when it ends, I'm not going to play it as much anymore, <laughs> which is, yeah, yeah, totally. Which is why I did all of the side quests before I got to the end of, Arthur's story in Red Dead Redemption 2, not realizing that there was more to the game after that. Um, and, uh, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, I did every story mission at least and found all of right. the shrines and all that because I didn't want to finish the story of the game and then be like, oh, well, I finished it. I guess I won't go back to this other stuff, you know? Sure. Yeah, that, that's that's just kind of my life, you know. I I feel like I, I I cherish these games like a like a good book almost, you know. And you just don't want to, you know, leave that world as it were. So, but yeah, no, Inside Story is really good. I um I I don't know why I never finished it on the back in the day on the DS, but um I'm definitely gonna finish this 3DS version that I have. I mean, I I bought it from like GameStop ages ago, I think like, so it's like, I might as well, you know, I put my, put my money into it. So, um, what else have I been playing? I guess the last thing that I've been playing before we get onto a question block question actually is I have been playing some Mario maker because I don't have Mario wonder and everybody's playing Mario wonder and I wanted to play some Mario and I, uh, downloaded some, some levels. I just like went on a forum or like a best Mario maker levels and like downloaded some of the better ones. Um, and man, some people make some really, really good Mario maker 
Maker levels. Like, I just stopped some making insane... levels almost entirely because I'm like, I can't compete with these. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. I, I played this one where um, what you're supposed to do is, uh, what, what is the spiky like cactus guy called? I can't even remember what his name is. But you're supposed to... Um, Pokey, thank you. Can't you're remember, spo- Pokey, I remembered. <laughs> Pokey is going through like this conveyor belt, and the whole thing of the level is you're supposed to like keep Pokey in your view. So because um, Pokey unlocks a key at the end if he he stays in view, you know what I mean. Otherwise, if he gets out of view, then you have to go back and get another Pokey. So um, and I was just like, this is just so creative, you know? Like I, it's just like absolutely bonkers what people think of. I did something like that. Um, you know, I don't usually put power-ups or, or anything in my levels because I feel like it throws off the balance if I have a theme. Sure. But I did one one level with Yoshi, but I designed it so that Yoshi is required. Like, if you lose Yoshi at any point, you won't be able to do the next obstacle. So Right. And then every time you reach the end of a screen, you have to, you know abandon Yoshi to make that, you know, second jump and you move on to the next section. So, um, but yeah, I've, um, I did something similar to that. Not nearly as clever, but, um, yeah. And then I have another level, uh, where there are basically two mirror versions of the same level. It's kind of like that level in, uh, Super Mario Brothers three, where you go through a door and, um, you know, the enemies all get big, get giant, and then you go through a door and they yeah, all get small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this case, I use pipes, but yeah, so in order to get to the end of the game, you have to figure out what pipe uh, changes the size of all the enemies and what size you need the enemies to be to get to oh, the next sure. section of it. So, so, like, you'll reach a point where. Um, I don't want to give away too many of the puzzles, but what the first puzzle is. Um, there's a wall, and you can't get past the wall. Um, but if you go through the pipe to the giant side, there's a Koopa. And when the Koopa's giant, the giant shell breaks through the wall, whereas the other right. one, whereas the small one doesn't. So you have to go through the pipe and kick that Koopa into the wall in order to progress. And then, you know, the next puzzle, um, you might need to be, you might need the enemies to be small or something like that. Like, you just right, have to kind of right. go back and forth. and That is pretty out. clever. Um, yeah, um, I have another one where you, the water is going up and down. So depending on what the water level is, changes what routes you can take to the end. And then the second part of the game, the water is just kind of gradually rising. And so I, the timer is set so that you could just kind of sit there and float with the water, get all the way to the top and just barely finish the level without running out of time. Or you can do these obstacle courses and kick off of walls and jump off of donut blocks and all that and, and get to the end in just a few, you know, just a few seconds, you know? So, right. So there are multiple ways you can do it that way too. Um, that's I don't fun. usually get yeah. inspired though. If if I get inspired, I will I will just work on it for weeks and weeks and weeks until I have it perfect. But most of the time, I'm like I don't know what to do. 
<laughs> sure. Well, that, Mario Wonder is probably going to inspire a whole bunch of people to go back to Mario Maker, I'm sure. So um, I'm I'm interested to see if uh, Nintendo is going to release an update to Mario Maker that includes like Mario Wonder style stuff. That'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I doubt that it would be a free update, but that'd be cool too. Um, okay, um, I think we made it to just about the end of the show, but before we get out of here, we do have a final um, question block question. And truth be told, we should have asked this a couple of weeks ago when we had Lucas and um, uh, Steve on the show, but we're going to ask it tonight. So, longtime reader Andy asks, what are your favorite, most memorable Infendo or Infendo-adjacent game night streams engaging with listeners that you, had, uh, that you had over the course of your time on the show? I loved playing Mario Maker with everybody and playing everybody's Mario Maker levels. That was always fun. But, like, if it's, like, direct, um, like, stuff like that, I would say probably, like, Rocket League, that was really fun with everybody. Rocket League was always a blast. <laughs> Whenever we could get everybody to play the, uh, I guess not the original Splatoon, but Splatoon 2, that was really fun because I feel like we had a lot of um, nights together doing that. But I know that you have played with the, you know, the community and with uh, just uh, Steve and uh, Lucas more than I have, so you probably have some answers on this one as well. Yeah, so as far as, like, uh, most memorable uh, on-show things, I think for the, I think the only one that really, like, leaps to mind was episode 500, where we had you know, the, the sure. four, four or five of us, I can't remember how many hosts we had at the time, and then we had you know, like, another four or five former hosts, and we did the what was it, top... Ranking, yeah, I think, top, yeah. Top games and all that, um... So that was that was incredible, and that's something we'd never be able to coordinate again. Um, but, um, as far as game nights are concerned, there are there are a couple that that jump out at me. I had forgotten about Rocket League, honestly. That those were really fun. Um, yeah, totally. But I just remember the the weeks and months and whatnot of. Uh, Bamful stamp in in Minecraft, sure. uh, where they were like, God, like I six remember or seven months of, of hearing about Bamful stamp. Yeah, yeah. There, there there were a whole bunch of Infendo listeners and 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 you know hosts and all that in one realm. Just everybody kind of doing their own thing, and you know, hey, I need some more of this. So somebody will come over and just drop a whole right. bunch of it in front of you. Like here, I got more than you need. That was that was good fun. That was a huge. That's the most fun I've ever had in Minecraft. Like like just that community sure. and and creativity and all that. That was great. Um, and uh, the few times um, uh, when we had some downtime uh, when we weren't doing the podcast because the website was down. Um, there were a few weeks that uh, Lucas and uh, and I and usually Steve and occasionally Brandon. Uh, it, it, I think there was one time where we had another another additional player. I can't remember who it was, but we would get together and play uh, Mario Party. And we went we played oh, a sure. little bit of every Mario Party that's available on the Switch. So um, I definitely want to get back to doing that again because I bought 
Mario Party Superstars specifically to play it with all you guys and 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 I don't get to do that anymore, so let's do that again sometime. <laughs> Cause sure. I loves me some Mario Party. The the more the more nonsense the better. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And uh, I'll be the first to admit that I love me some Mario Party, so I probably should get my money out of that game, too. I have it. I bought it physically, so it's like, why the heck not? Me and Heather actually play Mario Party a lot, so that's maybe I can play that with her with, um, with one of these With superstars? Um, well, we actually like to play the um, older ones on the NSO. So oh, okay. the mm -hmm. Yeah, those those pretty tough in fact i had forgotten um that the first paper mario actually penalizes you for not winning the mini games so that was right yeah that was that was a brutal game when we when we played that one and then of course you know it's just the quality of life improvements even in mario party 2 and upward is just but uh I, I think two and three are my sweet spots. I, I, I don't know what it is about those ones, but those I just feel... It was probably nostalgia, honestly, like because, you know, that was when I was in high school playing with all my friends and everything like that, but there's just something about those games. Yeah, I spent many, 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 many hours playing Mario Parties 1, 2, and 3 with my friends in high school and, and into college. I do have... I think all of the GameCube ones, I think I might be missing one, uh, but never got as much mileage out of them because by that point, you know, I moved out of my parents' house and, you know, didn't, you know, had a job, had a, you know, relationship and didn't really have a whole lot of gaming time. Right. Yeah. Um, beyond that, I think that probably my most memorable, um, times are like actually like pre-show stuff so like we used to do uh honestly like kind of a pretty lengthy pre-show we used to have the link ready like almost like an hour in advance and like steve used to pop in on his way back from like taco bell or whatever like rushing back home and stuff like that so oh, like, yeah i i i'm as much as stressful as it was to try to make deadlines i miss editing the uh the outtake oh sure from before during and and after the the episodes because uh some yeah some great stuff uh never made it to air when we were just trying to get get coordinated yeah because we well i mean back in our i guess like when we were really trying to like make a name for ourselves i guess you know we were trying to do twitch and patreon and all that stuff and thank you all for joining us in this entire journey of ours and are still sticking around but you know w that was really hard really difficult we used to be like have a lot of prep but to justin's point there was just a lot of just like banter that came out of that you know just a lot of like stuff that nobody else will ever hear it's probably buried on a hard drive somewhere in some like zoom recording on my computer but yeah it was just like you know that was fun stuff Oh, you reminded me of of something, and and I lost it now. <laughs> oh, oh no! Well, maybe it'll come to you here before we uh, close out the show, uh, because the last thing I wanted to say about like uh, the streams and then the listeners engaging and everything like that. Um, 
it was fun when we were doing the Patreon, not because we were getting the money, honestly, but because we had a tier where people would join us um, for the like recording of the episode. And that was always fun, too, because we would have people like in the chat um, of like the Zoom, like just like, you know, basically talking ish, you know, they they're just like t- talking about like, oh, yeah, Steve forgot this again, or Eugene like fumbled over his words again type of, And it was just like, you know, fun, you know, we had like a couple of like really dedicated listeners that were doing that um, with us, basically recording the show with us. And I, I, I do miss that aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, someday maybe we can, uh, you know, do some of that stuff again. But yeah, it sure. was was a lot of was a lot of work, and and we all have busier lives now. And you know, I think yeah, I totally. think you and I still do the podcast just because we like getting together and talking about games. And if y'all enjoy right, listen, if y'all enjoy listening to it still, then you know we appreciate you, and and you know keep. We'll we'll keep doing it as long as you want us to keep doing it. But yeah, there was that period where it was it was almost like a second job, and and totally, and, and not in a bad way. Like we would, you know, we would work really hard to make Infendo something big and special, and y'all were there for the journey and and made it. You're like, I I felt an obligation to you know get stuff done for right for the right. listeners for the readers and. You know, it's it was a different time in our lives. Yeah, now um, some of us have more children. <laughs> Justin's children have grown, so yeah, it's uh, it's, it's different. You know, like we all got. Um, I I was in my like freaking twenties then, man. Now I'm looking on the other side of freaking thirty. But um, I'm okay, in my 40s. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm staring at it, man. It's there. It's I'm staring it right in the a hole. Um, but um, all right, thank you, Andy, for that question. Actually, that was a good one. Brought back a lot of uh, old memories, man. I used to be in a whole different room recording the show. Justin <laughs> used to be out on his porch, like yeah, all kinds of stuff. So, um, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the show. Um, we appreciate you. And um, Elijah is trying to get on the show too. He wants to. He's he's going to be famous one day. Um, but until then, we will talk to you all next time. Thank you, Justin, as always. Adios. Go vote. Register. It's coming. Uh, again, before I I sign out, I just want to throw a couple of plugs out there. Real. Yeah, super, get it. Super quick. Um, I don't remember whether I mentioned this last week, but I launched my new uh, YouTube channel. It's called Master Claus Mixes. Um, and on it, I'm going to be posting like just kind of, Oh yeah. You posted us some of those actually. They were pretty good. Yeah. But just basically stuff that I've mixed over the past like 20 years or whatever that just have been sitting on my hard drive. And I'm like, Hey, I want to share these with people. So right now there's only one thing on it. It is my custom mix of Michael Jackson's thriller. Uh, I spent way too much time working on it (laughs) but it's basically the music video version of the song with a few little extra bells and whistles but you know the complete if you ever want to play it for the dance break you've got the perfect instrumental dance break to do the you know the 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 thing from the video so right um, i've wanted that for years and so i just went out and made it um so that's master claws mixes um master claw being one word 
Uh, so you can look that up on YouTube. And also, I should be having a review of the new Haunted Mansion movie up on the DisneyParkBench.com sometime. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be on Halloween or before Halloween, but it's definitely going to be Halloween-themed. So uh, look out for that. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I did listen to that uh, mix. It was actually pretty cool. I was like, oh, this is uh, it's actually pretty neat. So, yeah, good job on that one. Um, all right, everybody. We'll expect your full review of Shadow Man next week. Uh, Justin, tick tock. That's right. I have uh, to finish it before Halloween. I don't know if that's going to happen <laughs> at this rate. <laughs> but uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. See you real soon.